This is the FM Evolution Podcast, brought to you by CGP Maintenance and Construction Services, bringing you trends, innovations, and advancement of the facility management universe. Welcome to the Evolution. Here's Sean Black. What's up, guys? It's Sean Black with FM Evolution. And today, I'm here via Zoom (laughs) with a super special guest. We're going to be talking with Megan Pusak, and we're going to be talking about commercial design. Megan, welcome to the show. Hi. I'm happy. I'm so glad for joining us. Thank you for coming on the on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to have you on. I've been wanting to talk about design for a while now because I'm kind of a design nerd. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Um, I love great, you know, architecture and design in commercial properties, and uh, facility management is a big part of that. You know, understanding that. So, um, but so our listeners understand. Tell me a little bit about you. Yeah, so I am an interior designer. I have a BFA, which is a four-year degree from Design Institute in San Diego. And I've been practicing 10 years, I guess. Um, nice. I had my own firm, have my own firm. And we do about 75% residential work. The rest would be um, office, TI, furniture, small-scale hospitality. Um, and the reason I had my own firm was because I finished design school in 2008, mm-hmm. right in the middle of uh, the recession. A little bit of a hard time right then to start something new. Yeah. Same. So no one yeah. was really hiring uh, designers. Most of the yep. firms in town were laying off uh, designers. So, you know, I just kind of started taking on side projects on my own and finding whatever I could. And, uh, you know, 10 years later, it's built into, um, built into the, this. So the, em- the empire that is. Megan today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Taking exactly. over the world one design project at a time. Exactly. So, um, outstanding I to be a designer, you know, I always was creative working with all of the design elements, like whatever it is, scale, texture, color always came very easily to me. So, yeah. and was very intuitive. So, um, you know, I think there's several different careers, graphic design, um, interior design, industrial design that, you know, all benefit from that kind of, um, you know, set of. Did you find like, as you're growing up that you always kind of like, man, I'm really good at putting stuff together and problem solving and working with people. And and, then there's the, there's so much that has to go into design. It's not just like matching colors, you know, if you have the creative side and then you're also able to kind of, um, you know, visualize space, understand how things come together, a mm-hmm. little bit of not, not so much math, but kind of understanding of that sort of, um, spatial understanding Then I think, yeah. So I always what, had that. One of the things I always kind of found interesting is, but working with designers mm-hmm. is they have such a, a really awesome ability to imagine something three dimensionally, <laughs> you know? Like some people are just like, no, I can only see black and white. It's only linear. And you're like, what are you talking about? This is going to be awesome because, you know, and, and that is a, it's such a huge gift when it comes to working with, you know, the projects that you're working with. What do you, what do you think for you was, what was the main thing that inspired you to become a designer? What would you say? Your main driver? Yeah. Um, Was it just the talents that you had? You felt like, man, this is going to be a great fit. Yeah. And, you know, once I started school and kind of got into it, I just, you know, I really loved it. So yeah. I like, you know, geeking out over the space planning and making, yes. a, like making a space be 
as functional as it could be as, you know, for the, for the client for, it's like a puzzle to me, a puzzle for my brain. So I think that's the part that I love. I love that too. It is, it is a puzzle. You have to figure out how things work together Yeah, and it is constantly running into challenges with, you know, uh, just the design of the, of the space. Actually, what do you think was your biggest challenge that you faced in your career since you started? Um, I think my biggest challenge, um, kind of like we talked about with the, the creativity came easily for me. So I think with most creatives, we have a really hard time assigning value to that because we don't understand that everyone can't do that. Like we don't understand that everyone can't look at a room and visualize a blue couch in it or, a, <laughs> you know, a stainless steel reception desk. Like, um, so figuring out that that has value and how to monetize that. Yeah, Yeah, exactly what I was going to say. Especially when you're monetizing a skill like that, it's, you know, it can be uncomfortable and I think you tend to undervalue yourself. And I think, um, that translates to the industry too. So, um, I think getting clients to understand that value, you know, once they've worked with you once and once they've worked with a good designer, they definitely like, it's not even a question anymore. They're like, Oh yes, we need this. Yes. Yes, please. um, (laughs) <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but before that, you know, they they just don't they don't really under there's not a strong um history of, you know, design. It's like a relatively new profession. So like we're kind of span the space between a des- decorator and an architect. Yeah. And getting people to understand that like you don't need an architect for probably, you know, your office furniture, but like a person can't just walk in off the street and do a good job with that for the most part. Right. Well, that's kind of where it comes into, you know, having that creativity, but it's just, it's more than that. You know, and that's why you guys have the background in education you do and really understanding that your environment affects where you, you know, how you work. Uh, It affects how you feel. And, you know, I think that's a, a key component that people don't understand is, you know, I don't know. I think your designers are kind of like little, therapist in a way, you know, and speaking to the space, you know, so you kind of understand what's going on with it. Yeah. Yeah. So monetizing that it's gotta be a challenge. I know. I think part of it also could be where you're like, man, should I really charge this much? Cause am I that good? Yes. Megan, you are awesome by the way. <laughs> Megan, yeah, is, no, if I mean, anyone doesn't know, Megan is super good at what she does. Like it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a challenge for, for a lot of creatives. Yep. I agree with you. So and how a, many, a lot of people. Yeah, I know. I agree. You know, it's not just creatives, but I don't know. You know, it's one of those things where I feel like if something is, it comes easy to you, mm-hmm. you know, you feel like, Oh, it's not that big a deal. Like it's not, I don't know. It's valuable, but really it's just really easy, but it's not yes. easy for everybody. <laughs> It's so out. not easy. It turns out that that is the case. Yeah, it's not easy. And in fact, you know, having someone um, do what you do is super important in facility management and, and in commercial uh, properties. It's very, very important. You know, yeah. because it's not just you that's in your space. It is. You know, there's hundreds, sometimes thousands, and thousands of people who are walking through a space and mm-hmm. really are affected by that. You know. Yeah. What do you think what do you think is the most important thing in commercial design like how is it how does design really affect commercial properties Well 
I think just like you said, these are the environments that we spend all of our time in. You yeah. Know, we're in, we're inside of buildings now, most of our lives, you know, no one's like working outside anymore. So, I mean, it, like you said, it affects everything. It affects your mental health. It affects your physical health. It affects your interpersonal relationships, all of it. So, you know, I think if design is properly done, which means that you go through all the phases in the entirety of, you know, programming, gathering all the information that you need to translate that into the built environment, the resulting space. I mean, you can tell when you're in a well-designed space, anybody can, it doesn't matter if you have the design background and the eye to appreciate the architecture. Like if you're comfortable in a space, if you're, you know, feel, feel good mentally and physically in a space, then that's hugely important. And, um, you know, I think there's been, I think the, the upfront cost of doing that is what holds a lot of people back, mm. but they end up, you know, saving money in the long run because the space is done right. And it's done to what they need, like their, yeah. um, their specifications, a good designer is going to think through, you know, what's company growth for the next 10 years and how do we account for that? What, like, what can we change in five years when you need to add 10 more employees to this? Is that something you really have to go through? I mean, like, especially for commercial spaces, right? I mean, I think it is. I think any good mm -hmm. designer is at least going to take those into account and, um, you know, hopefully. Right. And um, <laughs> yeah. And then you get a, a much, a much better functioning space um, at the end. Cause you're going to spend the money on the construction anyway. Right. right. Like, it costs what it costs. You might as well try to do it right. And, and that's what, you know, that's part of our training as designers is to go through the programming phases and schematic design and the options to get to, to the strongest um, end result for the client. What do you think was your, was your favorite thing about going through the whole educational process of your school? Like what was, what did you like the best? Well, I like the space planning. Um, mm. You know, to me, that's the like puzzle of like how, you know, how things are going to put, go together. Um, like, for example, one of my first office projects, you know, I did the programming and it was like a young company um, here in San Diego, actually nice. Bobby, you know them. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we did their office, they were moving from something that had been like, you know, like grow as quick as you can throw desks in like, let's go. I key all the way, like, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah to their first like big office. And, and after they had moved in, they were like, well, this is so great. HR is right by so-and-so and, and this works well together. And we have this space over here for filing. And I was like, yeah, that's because uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was doing with all those programming yeah. surveys and stuff like that. I wasn't you're, just like, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, that was, I think then, then they under, that client understands like, Oh, okay. It doesn't just happen that a space becomes a well-functioning office environment. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the part of the process. So, mm. um, you know, and I think for, for companies too, there's so many studies that show that if employees are happy there, you know, there's in their office space, there's less sick days. You have, bigger retention. And that's a, that's a huge cost for a lot of companies is like finding people, training people, all of that. So, <laughs> you know, that's, that's part of it too. If you can make a space people want to be, it, it goes a long way. So not everyone does it right though. <laughs> right. <laughs> so no, well, I mean, what do you think, what are some of the top things that people have done like completely wrong? Have you ever walked into space? You're like, Whoa. 
Okay. Well, I mean, you can tell if you walk into a space and there wasn't a designer involved, right? Like right away. Yeah. Most people know, not just me. But I think, I think that it's part of it. It's just like you can tell when things weren't well thought out. Yeah. You know, when things are cobbled together at the end, when they're sloppily done. Like usually people are uncomfortable in the space and that's, that's because they didn't, um, you know, they didn't ask the questions that they needed to ask. They didn't think, think everything through. They didn't, you know, it's partly that it's also that once we get the information of what a company needs, that translates Mm -hmm. to like pretty specific specifications for like how much space you need for like aisles between desks. So people are comfortable, how much space you need between chairs so that people can back up and not be like bumping their neighbor all day. You know, you do the best you can within (laughs) parameters of the environment, like the built environment. But like, yeah, I mean, if you're, you just see things all the time that, you know, aren't like, they don't uh, function. Yeah, no, that shouldn't have never happened right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've worked in some of those places, Megan. <laughs> yeah, we all have, I think. We all have. What, um, <laughs> which kind of actually, I mean, when you're going through this process and you're, you're working with clients, what do you, what's some of the most common things you find that keep coming up with clients that you have to address? Like, like what's your most common challenge that you see working with commercial clients? I mean, I think everybody right now, you know, margins with companies aren't what they were. So everybody Mm -hmm. wants to do more with less. Got it. But I think can, again, convincing, you know, under getting to the understanding where doing this process now will, save you in the long run. So um, really kind of understanding the whole investment process up front. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And I think they don't like understanding like why we're, we're doing this, why we're doing like these schematic designs for you, why we're, you know, giving you all these options. It's, you know, it's like with any, I mean, even the furniture that they purchase, like spending maybe, you know, taking the time to like spec out the, the things that are right for them, the materials that are going to last mm. that kind of thing. Um, you know, it will save them a lot of hassle and frustration and money in the long run. What's one of the best like projects that you've done that you felt like, boom, like this is the one, like this was so much fun. You had such a good experience with it. One of the best projects? Okay. (laughs) Is that what you said? Yeah. So it was CGP, right? What? It was CGP? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just throwing it out there. Yeah. Um, I mean best it's too many to pick yeah there i mean there's been a lot of good ones i think it's always really valuable to see the benefits that you've given to a client whether that's yep. you know someone that you know on, on the residential side i have clients who we've like created an ada bathroom for oh, yes. them, and it's like yep make, makes a huge difference for for them you know, personally quality of living yeah, yeah their quality of um, living yeah. And that but, must feel good. Like that's an, that's an amazing gift to be able to give someone. Yeah. And just, I mean, just any, comp, you know, any client, the fact that they move into a space and feel good there and, you know, can function. I think that's a huge, that's a huge gift because we, you know, it, it just impacts your days and your See? kind of almost your standard of living, right? Like design changes lives. Exactly. It does. No, it does. And it does, you know, it's sometimes it's so interesting, like certain things are so subtle when you're walking through 
commercial property or a home. And, and then all of a sudden you're like, man, this is really easy, easy to use. Like, yeah. And the, like everyone's doing what they're supposed to do. They're going where they're supposed to go. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think it's so easy. I mean, it's easier to highlight bad design and notice it than it is to appreciate sometimes good design because you know, you notice you it just see it when it works. Wrong, you're like, yeah. oh, this is awful. What happened here? <laughs> good, everything should just be flowing. It's flowing. To be, you know, <laughs> moving along. And, and you, it's, you know, a lot of people aren't even going to notice. Yes. They just yeah. know that it, the space feels good and mm-hmm. it just seems to flow well, you know. Yep. Uh, sometimes, yeah. um, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm, you can be standing in line at some places and it just, you notice like if for commercial like retail application that it's just, it's crazy. Like, you know, you're in line forever and you're like, why, why would they put this here? Why? And yeah. then at other locations, it's just, you're in, you're out. It's so easy to, mm-hmm. to kind of go through the, the property and, and make your way through. Thank you. Yeah, Ikea, hope- by the way, for making that whole design where you had to go through the three floors from Ikea. Awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you want to think through the people that are going to be engaging in the space, like the public, yeah. if you're providing services and also the people that are working in the space and hopefully both have, you know, I think both experiences are just as healthy because if, or just yep. as important, because if you have, you know, your employees working in the space that are uncomfortable, that's going to translate to the client experience pretty much no, I agree. anything. So, yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, what do you think is the, and you know, we, in this show in FM evolution, we talk a lot about trends and innovations mm-hmm. and, you know, design is no different. I mean, design constantly is changing. There's always new trends going on in the marketplace. You know, um, I think the latest couple of trends have become kind of a fresh, natural mm-hmm. feel and natural environment. What yeah. Do you think I think is the coming healthy up? office yes. you know, is, is really, um, is really trending. I mean, just in general, I think we're becoming a lot more aware of the consequences of our built environment on our body. Like just like, you know, they say what sitting is the new smoking, right? Um, that, that kind of stuff. So yep. stand up desks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Building at least giving people the flexibility, you know, I think it's going to be interesting, particularly with office design. So many companies have now gone to, you know, the open floor plan, which everyone kind of hates. Sometimes you don't even have a desk. It's just like, everything's mobile. And there's drawbacks to that too. Um, you know, obviously most people hate the noise. They can't get anything done. Um, I can't, I can't even begin to think in that space. Yeah. Like it's, it's near impossible. It's difficult, but it's, um, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see if there's a, a real pushback against that. But I, I think for sure, um, you know, the, the healthy office is definitely going to, continue, you know, having daylight, having employees have areas to socialize, having, you know, fresh air views, that kind of stuff, because, you know, the trend too with, um, with people working from home, right. Yep. Like, uh, having flexibility for employees is, is getting to be huge because people love it, obviously. Um, but there is something to be said for the energy of being, especially if you're working in a project team, everybody being together, um, and, and having that, like bringing that energy together. So I think designing an office space that people want to be in and that they, you know, um, supports that 
kind of collaboration between people is, is really critical. And I think a big part of that is making spaces that support their, you know, their mental and physical health. Absolutely. I can't agree with you more. I feel like that's a big push that's coming, you know, up right now. And the, the focus is on the employees, which I think is amazing. Didn't used to be like that. Cubicles yeah. just slam together as tight as you can get them. Yeah. I've, worked, I've worked in that before. So I can appreciate yeah, it. Like, you know, a good design where you have a little bit more space. And I love the open concept as far as look goes, mm-hmm. but I feel like you're right. I feel like there's going to be, and I think there is already pushback going on right now going, that was the worst idea ever. <laughs> like, We yeah. can't get anything done because everyone's talking with each other right now. Yeah. You know? I think it, you know, it depends on your industry. It depends like what kind of work yeah. you're doing. Um, and you know, if it's well done, which I think can mean that, you know, like maybe you have flexible desking that's open for a certain type of work, but then you also need to have like a lot of breakout spaces where people can go make a personal phone call or can sit together and talk quietly and not be interrupted. Yep. And like, I think like that combination might be more successful, but, um, we'll just see. see I think I'm a big proponent on nap pods. Like we need more of those in design. We just go take a nap. I love Google for that. Thank you, Google. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's some, there's some neat designs for, you know, almost like prefab um, pods that you can pop in offices. You just sleep. Yep. It's a whole different work environment. Let me tell you what, there's no sleepy going on where I work right now. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, Megan, that's so, thank you for joining us. I'm, I'm so excited to have you on. One thing to wrap up, I just want to kind of tell people how do they how do they find you if they they're looking to get new design projects done. Um, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Yeah, the best way is through our website. It is Megan Cusack Interior Design, kind of a long one, but um, hopefully you can link it and then they can send us a message through that. And um, happy yep. to answer any questions about design, even if it's just you know just trying to extend some feelers or we'll do it. I'll put that in the show notes and then uh, I'm sure we can find you on LinkedIn, all these different social platforms. You're there. So. Yep. All right. Well then Megan, thank you so much for joining us. I'll have to follow up and check in on you and see how things are continue to grow with your firm, but I'm excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks. 